Welcome back to the Redefining Anger podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Roy, a self-motivated force turned recovering perfectionist. After experiencing the traumatic and sudden loss of my father, turning to anger as a form of protection while living in a state of survival, and facing the wake-up call that I needed nearly two years later, I found community and began a journey of growth and deep internal healing. I'm on a mission to normalize feeling. I believe that getting quiet with yourself and really feeling what needs to be felt is the key to building a relationship of trust and self-respect with yourself. I created this space to vulnerably share my journey with you, how I'm learning to navigate life after loss, and how feeling alive and abundant is still possible. I believe in the power of sharing our stories, and my hope is that my story can empower you to navigate yours. I'm so glad you're here. As I stood there watching the characters in my dream, like watching scenes unfold on a cinematic reel, I felt a presence to my right. A shadow appeared out of the corner of my eye, and there he was. As though he had descended gracefully from the heavens to join me in the theater of my subconscious, there my father stood with a radiating smile of warmth, bringing sunshine to my heart. As my heart skipped a beat full of elation, I stretched out my arm to lock it in with his and nestled my head against his shoulder, seeking comfort and closeness in his presence. As expected, he welcomed me into his warm embrace. Our souls reunited once again for the first time in a long time. Suddenly, the reel flickered, creating a dance of light and shadows, unveiling a different scene where we were now the main characters of the movie. Seated side by side, immersed in deep conversation, I quickly noticed the difference in his presence. Typically, a visit from my father is so fleeting, like a moment lingering on the periphery of memory. No, his presence was not fleeting. It was long-lasting, intending to leave a lasting imprint etched in the fabric of my memory. Waking from my dream felt like emerging from a surreal world. As reality gently reasserted its presence, I was reminded of the significance of the day. It was 11-11. Of course my father came to me in the most significant way. I wouldn't have expected it any other way. You see, his spiritual presence has always been associated with the time 11-11. The lasting imprint he left etched in the fabric of my memory was intended to be symbolically powerful and spiritually aligned. And that it was. Hello, and welcome back to the Redefining Anger podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Roy, and I am coming to you today with a solo episode. So you may have noticed that I actually haven't had a solo episode in a few weeks. I was in an alternating cycle where I would do a solo episode one week and I would release a beautiful, vulnerable conversation with a woman another week. So we were in uh, kind of like a bi-weekly cycle and I haven't done that for a few weeks and there is a reason that I have not done that. So I'm coming to you today with a message and I'm, you know, it's a message of change. It's also a message of vulnerability, of putting myself out there. And I'm also going to preface all of this by saying that unlike my other solo episodes, I don't have 
I don't really have a whole lot prepared for today's conversation. I'm really coming to you um, with the intention of speaking from my heart. And so one of the reasons that I have not had a solo episode released in the last few weeks is because I am in the process of transition. And there has been a lot going on for me with my business And as a result of that, I have really been thinking about the impact of my podcast, of the show that I created, the biggest reason that I created it, you know, my why, and the direction that it's headed in. And I've been thinking about its meaning and how that ties back into my business. So you see, when you look back or I say when you look back, when I look back on the timeline of events that have transpired, everything has so beautifully manifested itself in the order in which it was intended to happen. And it's like, as it's happening in real time, it's so hard to be aware of significance and its purpose and its meaning but then when you look back in hindsight and you you look at the trajectory of the events and you think, oh, yeah, that's just exactly how it was meant to happen. So let me share with you a little story. So as most of you know, if you've been here listening for a while, I birthed this podcast for a reason so close to my heart. So when I lost my father in 2019, I lost him on January 1st of 2019, New Year's Day 2019, just a few months before my daughter was born. And I lost him very suddenly. It was not expected. And we later found out that the way he lost his life was traumatic. And so there was a lot that happened in the months and even the years that followed. And I ended in a spiral of anger. Anger took over my entire life. It quite frankly became my identity. And if you go back to the early episodes of this podcast, episodes one and two specifically, I really take a deep dive into my story, my anger story. And the events that transpired, you know, the things that unfolded for me and where that brought me to the present day, which was, you know, about a year ago now, January 1st, 2023, in launching this beautiful podcast um, to have this platform to not only share my story, because I really found that through sharing my story is where most of the healing happens, But I also launched it really in honor of my father and as a way to bring hope and inspiration to other women who need it. Because let's be honest, we all have a story. We all have a story, be it anger or be it something else. We all have a story that is a part of who we are. I will be quite frank here in saying that our stories do not define who we are, but they are very much a part of who we are. We all have a story. 
within us, deep within us. And how we use that story can be so impactful in so many ways. We could choose to sit on that story and, you know, let it either haunt us from within or let it inspire us from within, you know, however we choose to look at that story. Or we can use our voice, we can own our voice, and we could share our story, vulnerably share our story, and allow others in allowing others to have the hope and the inspiration that they need. And you can also use your story to leverage your business. Why do you do what you do today? For those of you that are in business. So there's so much power and value and benefit to storytelling. And I did not realize that at the time that I launched my podcast. I really launched it as a passion project. I really felt inspired to do this, to own my voice, to really help other women. And like I said, in huge part, it was in honor of my father because as much as I would never want to go back in time and never relive the moment that I got the phone call, the news that I lost my father, and my goodness, never would I want to relive the couple of years that transpired after even though there were some beautiful moments in those years, such as the birth of my daughter, there were a lot of dark moments in those years that followed. And although I would not want to relive that, and although I would give anything, anything at all to have my father back, I also know that his passing had such significant a significant role in my growth, in myself as a person, in myself as a mother, in myself as a wife, and now in myself as a business owner, a woman in business. And I'm so grateful so grateful for the growth and the healing that I have experienced and witnessed for myself over the last, you know, three to four years. And, you know, as we approach a year on my podcast, because again, January 1st is going to make a year, not only is it going to be the anniversary of my father's passing, Um, you know, because I lost him on New Year's Day of 2019. But it's going to be a year that I have been podcasting on this beautiful Redefining Anger platform. And what I have learned is that it's more than just redefining anger. It's redefining what we choose to redefine in our lives, It's redefining what is important to us. It is redefining who we are, who we want to be, and how we choose to really go after our dreams and our desires. And so 
when I launched this podcast a year ago on January 1st of 2023, never in a million years would I have expected for the events that followed thereafter. (laughs) So it has been a rather unique and interesting year. So January 1st, I launched my podcast. Somewhere towards the end of January, I believe it was the very end of January, right before February, I attended a business retreat inside of the community that I'm a part of, the community that has been monumental in my growth and my healing journey. I have so much gratitude for this community and for my coach. I cannot even put words to express the gratitude that I feel. But I became a mentor inside of the community. So I joined the community in early 2022, very early 2022. And a year into it, I graduated from the community and I entered in again as a mentor so that I can be there to help and support other women in a, you know, other women in another, another way. And, you know, selfishly to stay a part of the community because I just, you know, had such a significant pull to this is where I need to be right now. So I became a mentor and becoming a mentor inside the community unlocked a lot of other opportunities. And one of those opportunities was being able to also be a part of the business aspect of the community. So end of January, I, after launching my podcast, I'm attending a, you know, business retreat inside the community. And our coach had a guest speaker on, well, she had several guest speakers on, but one of those guest speakers came on and she is a podcast guesting strategist. And so she came on to talk about pitching and the importance of pitching and using it as a strategy, not only for your podcast, but also in your business. So to pitch yourself to be a guest on the podcast or to pitch yourself um, to seek guests to be on your podcast. And then here's the thing with pitching is that pitching is also a powerful, powerful tool and strategy that you can use in your business to attract those cold leads closer to you. Because that's how it is in business. You have, you know, for those of you in business, you're probably going to be very familiar with this terminology. And for those of you who are not familiar with it, that's okay. Just listen through and I'm, I'm, there is a point that I'm getting to here. But you have your cold, warm, and hot leads. And so your cold leads are those people that you don't know. Those, those prospective clients that, you know, they're, they're your ideal client. They who, who you would typically attract into your business, who would buy your product or your service, but you don't know them yet and they might not be aware of you. So you need to get yourself out there. So you need to bring those cold leads closer to you and get them warm. Warm is when they are now aware of you. They are now of what you ha- they are now aware of what you offer. Um, but you need to nurture them. You need to nurture them so that they can get to know you. They can build that know, like, and trust with you to ultimately lead to being a hot lead, which ultimately leads to the sale, right? To the sale that you desire. It's a cold, warm, and hot. So pitching comes into play. Pitching can come into play any part of that cycle. But a huge component is in that cold strategy. And so here I am sitting in that, you know, in that business retreat, learning about the skill of pitching. 
And it didn't mean anything to me at the time when it comes to business, but I was looking at it as, oh, you know, this is something that I could use for my podcast. And at the time, I was not really thinking about being a guest on anyone else's podcast, but I knew that I wanted to have meaningful conversations on my podcast and I wanted to attract women to my podcast to share their story and to, to be vulnerable and to be able to show other women that they are not alone. And so I thought, oh, okay, yeah, pitching, this is, this is great. Like, this is so cool. And I thought, yeah, I can absolutely use this for my podcast and to leverage seeking guests to be on my podcast. Well, <laughs> fast forward two weeks after this business retreat, I unexpectedly lose my job. So I have a corporate background. I spent 20 years. Oh, I went to school for business. I have a business degree. And I built a career for myself in the banking industry. And for the last, so I was in the banking industry for about 20 years. I was, you know, in that corporate industry in banking for 20 years. And the last decade or so of it, I was very niche specifically into the compliance aspect of it. And I had really, really thought that I had found my niche. I was certified in what I was doing. I absolutely loved it. And um, I was good at it too. And then probably about a year, you know, the year leading up to the loss of my job, I started feeling a pull for something different. And I, you know, I, I really wasn't sure what that was or what that would look like, but I just knew that I wasn't feeling fulfilled in my job anymore. And so again, when you think of like manifestation and you think of how every, every thought, every action, every behavior, everything that we do manifests our reality. And so because I was feeling a pull into another direction, I started kind of like getting curious about it and having conversations about it. I had a conversation about it with my coach. I really did. I actually also did some live coaching with her about it on, you know, what could this look like? What does this mean for me? Why am I feeling this way? I started looking at the prospect of maybe looking for another job or, you know, even just kind of thinking about maybe someday I could, you know, work for myself. And I just, but I had no idea. I had no idea what that would look like, but I was just curious. So when I unexpectedly lost my job in early February due to a corporate restructure, uh, not only within the organization, but within my department, I, you know, it, it came as, obviously I was, I was surprised, but the more I thought about it, the more I was like, well, why am I, how am I surprised about this? Of course I lost my job. The universe listened to my calling and is literally handing me an opportunity on a silver platter that I, I, I have to do something with it. And so I did. <clears throat> I decided to go into business for myself. And at first, I, you know, dove into uh, just kind of like being a virtual assistant. I was really focused on um, providing my virtual assistant services to women inside of the community that I'm in to start with, because again, I was really passionate about supporting and helping other women in some way. Um, and I thought, well, you know, let me see if I can just help them with their businesses, with whatever their needs are. Well, as it would have it, my early clients all came to me with the same need. They all came to me for their pitching needs. They all needed help with pitching because they too had sat in on that same 
business retreat that I sat in on, they learned the skill of pitching and they knew it was valuable, but they needed help with it. They wanted to enhance their cold marketing strategy in their business, but they just didn't have the time or the capacity to do it themselves. And so when I opened myself up to offer my services as a virtual assistant, they all came to me and they said, can you pitch for me? Coincidence? I think not. Because again, when you go back to just how things align, just how they, uh, as they are meant to, it really shows itself as just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And, and so I started pitching for them and I quickly came to realize that this is something that I meant to be doing. And so my virtual assistant days did not last very long. I quickly niched into pitching. I attended some courses to educate myself. I really self-taught and learned my way through pitching in the public relations industry. And again, in hindsight, when I look back at, you know, one of the things that I feared the most, excuse me, when I lost my job was, are my skills transferable into doing something different? And now I look back and I think, oh yeah, of course they are transferable. There's so much that I bring forward from my corporate days and my days in banking, my days as a compliance officer, a regulatory compliance officer that transfer into what I'm doing today. I have uh, so many superpowers of you know perception and I'm intuitive and I'm incredibly creative when it comes to researching things. I am able to <clears throat> align opportunities for my clients and I'm able to write eloquently and really showcase them in the lights that they need to be showcased as. And of course, I'm a pitcher because when you pitch, the other beautiful thing about pitching is really unveiling their unique story, their unique value proposition, and the why behind what they're doing in their business. It's unveiling that, pairing that with their mission, their vision, and their purpose, and crafting a captivating pitch to grab their collaborator's attention. So again, it is no, it comes to no surprise to me that of course I'm doing this, of course I'm meant to be doing this, because what I've been doing for the last year has everything to do with storytelling and with using your story, leveraging your story to heal, to grow, and whatever that looks like. And so as I'm approaching a year into being a podcaster, a year into hosting this beautiful platform for all of you, I have really been giving it some thought on how can I leverage this for my business now? Because there is, there are parallels into storytelling and pitching. I mean, that's that's really ultimately what it what it comes down to. Um, and so, how can I marry the two? How can I marry redefining anger with pitching? And so, I come to you all today to let you know that change is coming. I am in the midst of transition. I don't know exactly what that will look like yet. What I do know is that January 1st of 2024, the year of the anniversary of this podcast and the anniversary of my father's passing, I will be kicking off a brand new season and a new season of of this show. But again, I don't really know what that's going to look like yet. All I can tell you is that something is brewing, something is under development. And so I ask you 
to stay tuned. I ask you to trust in me, trust in the direction of my vision and trust that something good and something amazing and something beautiful is going to come from this. But there's another part of this. And the other part of this is the grief that I'm feeling in the midst of this transition. So when I started about started thinking about transitioning and um you know putting a new focus, a new lens on my show, I really started grieving letting go of what I know redefining anger to be as today. Because like I said, it really holds such a special place in my heart. There's so much significance to it for myself personally and, you know, for my father too. And, you know, again, for those of you who have been listening for some time, you know how much my father means to me and you know, oh, you just know the spiritual significance that he plays a role in my life today. He, he shows himself to me in so many ways. I, there's so many signs that I see of his presence all the time. And, um, and so just how important he is to me and how important this platform is. But one of my mentors said to me the other day when I was talking to her about this, and she said, but isn't it such a beautiful thing that your legacy, the transition and the growth trajectory of your legacy is still so deeply connected to your father? If not for your father, you would not have launched this podcast. If not for your father, you would not have seen the growth that you have this year. If not for your father, you probably would not be in business for yourself. So of course, it makes sense that the trajectory of this vision that you have is lending itself to marry the two. It is still because of your father and it is still in honor of your father that you are doing something so beautiful. So even though redefining anger is transitioning, it still holds a very special place and meaning for you and for your father. And I thought, oh my goodness, I had not thought of it that way before. I really was kind of feeling some guilt for for even considering transitioning and for even considering, you know, wanting to kind of build it into something different for me and for my business and for the growth of my business and for the future of my business. And so now the third part of this here, as you heard in the introduction, I shared with you a story and that story was of the dream that I had two nights ago. And as you know, yesterday was November 11th. 11 11 and I mentioned to you that yes my father has shown himself to me so many times in so many different ways so many different signs that he has shown himself to me and the most significant way that he has been showing himself to me over and over and over again for years now is the time 11 11 and not only the time on the clock but 1111 presents itself to me in so many different ways. And if you look back at prior episodes, I I have shared some stories about this too. But in in numerology, 1111 is often associated with a highly spiritual and significant 
it's often considered, excuse me, a highly spiritual and significant number. It can represent intuition, enlightenment, and spiritual awakening. And its occurrence may also carry a message of guidance, connection, or a profound spiritual alignment, emphasizing the presence of a loved one in a meaningful and transcendent way. And so for those of you who believe in that, as I do, of course, I wholeheartedly believe in the significance of 1111 and the reoccurrence of it over and over again as the presence of my father. I know it to be him, not only because I want it to be him, but because I can feel it. And the dream that I had two nights ago, the night of, you know, the night leading into November 11th, uh, November 11th, was so significant in so many ways. And the thing is, is I have not actually seen my father in a dream in quite some time. I see him on the regular. He shows himself to me in various ways and different signs. But to actually see him in a dream, I haven't seen him in a little while. And so the fact that I saw him in the way that I saw him the night of, you know, leading into November 11th, I just, when I woke up and I realized, I remembered, first of all, I remembered the dream and I remembered it so clear because like I mentioned, it wasn't just a fleeting moment. It was a long lasting moment. He was there to leave an imprint on me in my memory so that I would remember. And then when I realized the date and the significance of the day was November 11th, it just sent chills up my spine and immediate tears to my eyes because of course, of course he came to me at such a time that I need him the most because there's so much going on in my life right now. Of course, there's transition that I'm working on in my podcast, but I am also really pushing myself in my business to create more visibility for myself, to really bust beyond the fears that I feel on the regular, the fear of success, the fear of failure, the fear of being seen by others, the fear of judgment from others, the fear of the fear of it all, so much fear. And that's, that's an episode for another day, of course, but of course he would show himself to me in the way that he did. And I'll be honest, I don't, I don't remember much of the conversation that we shared together, which kind of bothers me a little bit. But there is one thing that I do remember very specifically from the conversation that I had with him. And I remember when I was sitting side by side with him in my dream, and we were immersed in an intense conversation, a deep conversation. I remember looking at him and I said, you got to feel your fucking feelings, man. <laughs> and he just looked at me and he said, yes, you do. And here's the significance of that is that is the one thing that my coach drills into all of us all the time is feel your fucking feelings. And so when I talk about the fear that I feel in my business and the fear that I feel there's so much resistance into really pushing forward and doing what it is that I desire to do. And the resistance is so tied back to fear. And so the one thing that my coach tells me all the time is that your resistance is you avoiding the feelings that, that you actually need to feel to, to actually bust through that fear and to get through to the other side. So it's like, feel your feelings, feel your fear and do it anyway. And so she's always telling me, feel your fucking feelings, Kim. 
You got to feel your fucking feelings. That's your resistance. That's your fear. You got to feel your fucking feelings. And so the humor in all of this is here I am in my dream with my father telling him, you got to feel your fucking feelings, man. And he just looked at me and he said, yeah, you do. (laughs) And so although I don't remember the details of the conversation that I had with my father, I do remember that. And that alone leaves the message that I need it to leave and that it is do it, Kim, do it, just do it. You are exactly where you need to be. You are meant to be where you're at. You are in complete alignment and the significance of eleven eleven two is that it can really signify, like I said, intuition and alignment as well. And so all of this beautifully presenting itself to me with a friggin' bow on the cover. <laughs> it's like a beautiful gift with like this big bow on top. And you open that bow and inside it's magic. And so that that is where I'm at. I am feeling my fucking feelings. I am busting through the fear. I am doing the damn thing. And I now know that I am on the right path, on the right track. So stay tuned for what's to come. I still have four beautiful conversations with other women, four other women to share with you before I officially look to transition away from redefining anger. Again, I don't know what this transition is going to look like yet. I am still in the process of uncovering that for myself. But I can promise you it is going to be amazing and it is going to be completely aligned with exactly how I need it to be. So I thank you for your dedication to me, to my show, to redefining anger. I thank you for being here. And I trust that you will see me through this transition and be here to support me along the way. So stay tuned for more to come on this. And as always, I would love, love, love nothing more than for you to rate and review my show. If you have not done so already, please leave a review, an actual written review with your rating and share it, share the podcast, share this episode Share it with a friend, a family member, share it on your social media, tag me. I would be so honored and so grateful to know that you appreciate this platform as much as I do. I love you all. Until next time. Thank you so much for being here and for listening to another episode of Redefining Anger. If this resonated with you in any way, I would be so grateful if you would share this episode or the podcast with a friend a family member, anyone that you believe may benefit from it also. If you want to stay connected, you can find me on Instagram at runningongrit at running.on.grit and follow along my journey. Do you have a story to share? A voice that's aching to be heard? Send me a DM and let's get a conversation going. My information can also be found in the show notes. I look forward to connecting with you.